Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everybody. Tonight's game sponsor is Lecom. Lecom, we make doctors. Steve, as we said before the break, the Patriots are precariously thin at the offensive tackle position. Left tackle Trent Brown added to the injury report today as questionable with an illness. He's been sick two of the last three weeks, did not play in the Jets, did not start the Jets game, came in and was used sparingly against the Jets in that game. And then right tackle Isaiah Wynn, we already know, is out for tonight's game, going to miss a second straight week with a foot injury. His backup, who's expected to start at right tackle tonight, Yadni Kayust, is questionable with a calf injury. Marcus Cannon, who used to step in for Isaiah Wynn, is on IR because he's in concussion protocol. So who would that leave if any of those three cannot play tonight? None other than former Bills backup offensive tackle Connor McDermott, who was signed off the Jets practice squad after the Patriots had to put Marcus Cannon on IR with the concussion. Connor McDermott making another appearance. How many, what a year is this for him? I don't even know. I think it's, it's like 37, 32. I mean, he's been playing since he's been playing. <laughs> you can't since, get rid of him. He's been playing since uh, the late nineties, right? Connor McDermott. Uh, <clears throat> he I know is, it uh, seems that way, but yeah. uh, he has bounced around, um, yeah, more than in a Super Bowl. Mostly the AFC East is where he's bounced around. Yeah, well, you know, he's sick. He's one of those guys. He's a 6'8", 300-plus-pound guy who's pretty athletic. Um, never really found a home, though, for any of these teams that he's been with. You know, at least not a – Yeah. Um, he's a career backup. That's what he is. Yeah, uh, for whatever reason that is, whether he's, whether he's not strong enough or maybe not that athletic enough that he can stay there. But, he's you know, he's a 6'8 guy, so it's hard to swing him down inside to, ta- to guard. Um, yeah. So – uh, maybe that's maybe that's his lot in life. But if if he gets on the field tonight, uh, it's because, you know, one of the thing the scenarios you've said happen, you know, the calf injury happens, uh, the, the illness becomes worse or, um, you know, or, or something else. So it, it's. Yeah, he's on the menu. No question. Yeah. And we should also mention that with this game being on a Thursday night, both the Bills and the Patriots have until 4 p.m. today to make any practice squad elevations if they so desire. So there is still time for them to do that if they feel it's necessary. And I would tend to think, Steve, and I want to check right now real quick. I want to look at the Patriots practice squad, and they they have two guards on their practice squad and one tackle. 
Hunter Thedford is their tackle, who sounds like he belongs more at a tennis club uh, than he does as an offensive tackle with a name like that. My goodness. Hunter Thedford? Really? Hunter um, Thedford? If he, Hunt, Hunter Thedford. Okay. T-H-E-D. Right. Um, he is on their practice squad. He's the only tackle on the practice squad. So if he gets elevated tonight, I think that's a strong indication that they don't think Yadni Kayust or Trent Brown will be able to go the whole way. And then you're just one injury away from having a, a, a break glass in emergency situation there. Um, yeah. So but- I think if there is a practice squad elevation before four o'clock and Hunter Thedford is one of them, uh, we'll know that Trent Brown is very iffy tonight. Well, Hunter Thedford, no, Hunter Thedford is, well, he's listed as a tight end. Oh, on the okay. roster, I've got him I listed see. as an offensive tackle this here. Hold says, on, let me on, check. I'm looking at the practice squad on the NFL site, and it says Hunter Thedford, he's number, but he is number 68 in your program. Yeah, listed. As, I think he's a tackle. Yeah. This okay. This this says TE. Maybe they just added the six six two sixty. First year out of Utah. Wow. Yeah. They've got Hayden Howard. Yeah, I see. He's, they list him as a tight end, too, here. I'm now, I was looking at an online roster, and it had him listed as a tackle. Now, here, I'm looking at the only pure O lineman they've the got. The weekly release of the Patriots, and they have him listed as a tight end, too. They've so got a couple a of O linemen other than him. Uh, one would be Bill Murray. They're, this guy, this is like a 6'4, 265. <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah. The names are fantastic. I know, yeah. He's two six four. He's only two sixty-five <laughs> though, so he may be um and then the other O lineman is a guard, uh Hayden Howerton, who's six three, three hundred. He's a rookie out of SMU. Uh any of these guys yeah. would be emergency activations. If that happens, you know, yeah, you got you know, you're gonna have to make it work with those guys. Uh, yeah, I think what they would do in that situation, let's just assume that McDermott's starting. Cayuse is hurt. Brown can't finish. McDermott probably goes to left tackle. They would probably kick Mike Onwenu out to tackle the right guard. He's played some tackle in his career, and then you bring the young kid up from the practice squad. You plug him in at guard and pray for it all working. Right. You got (laughs) yeah. Their their linemen are certainly um, yeah. I mean, the first guy up is you know Dave Andrews is their center. Eight-year yeah. guy out of Georgia. But he's questionable tonight, too. Right. And then they go down through, you know, they got, like you said, Trent Brown, uh, Cayuse, James Ferentz, Michael Winyu, Cody Russi, Russi, Cole Strange, our good old friend from the first round of last year, Isaiah Wynn, who's out, uh, and then they got Connor McDermott. That's our it. good friend. <laughs> <clears throat> so there you go. I mean, um, I don't know how big a factor all these guys are going to be. They're going to have to. They'll. They're going to have them coached up. We've seen this too many times. We've seen this movie too many times. Not to think that the Patriots are going to come in and and roll over, uh, despite what happened in that playoff loss last year in Buffalo, and even the game in Foxborough last year. This is not a team that goes away, and uh, I and I, I I think we're not going to do it today because we're almost out of time, but. You almost kind of want to do take the temperature of the Bills fans about how much angst still remains about this game. This is a Bills team, and we've been here for you know twelve games now this year, or eleven games now this year. The Bills are the better team. 
how much better are they going to have to be to win this game tonight? Uh, how well, how much of 100% of their abilities are they going to have to reach to win this game? Because if they reach 100% of the bil- their abilities, I've said it before, they ain't nobody beating them. Not the Chiefs, not the Baltimore Ravens, not the Niners, not the Eagles, nobody. But we've seen them, you know, win by three, you know, win by six. Uh, how close to 100% are they going to have to play tonight, and will they? Now, you know, we you keep chewing this up. Josh shows up on primetime games. So does Steph. You'd like yep. to see. You'd like to think Von Miller has rubbed off on Greg Rousseau and AJ Epinesa and Shaq Lawson and, and Ed Oliver. Say, hey guys, this is the lights are on. Let's. This is when you show it, Ed. This is the. This is a Thanksgiving game. You know, <laughs> go out and get Defensive Player of the Week. And this, by the way, we didn't notice that uh, Tyler Bass is Defensive Special Teams Player of the Month for the AFC. Yeah, for November. You know, so Tyler Bass, tip your hat to that guy. Uh, they got the Bills. I've got some people. And if they play their best, we can all put our feet up and eat wings and drink beer and eat pizza, you know. So, but, you know, we have not, because of the injuries that have been scattered around the roster, we haven't really looked like that team 100%. Yeah. I'd like to know what the temperature of the the fan base is, you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, Let's go to the OBL fan mailbag as we do that a day early with the game here on Thursday night. And Nick's. Nick asks, have we seen enough of Xavier Rhodes in action to properly assess his play? With our secondary struggling, I'm wondering if he should get more playing time. Well, as we know, Rhodes is now on the active roster. They put Christian Benford, as Steve mentioned earlier, on injured reserve, which opened up a roster spot. Rhodes was elevated from the practice squad to the active roster. And essentially, he's your fourth corner going into the game tonight, and you know Tredavious White, in all likelihood, is probably not going wire to wire uh, from start to finish tonight. So you have Tredavious White and Dane Jackson starting. When White rotates out, it's presumably Kyer Elam. I suppose it could be Rhodes. Um, Rhodes did get some time on the field last week before Elam did, now that I'm thinking about it. So I think it'll be interesting to see what the choice is there. After White's night is done. Yeah, I think this rolls into the, the – the, I think this comes into more about what's going on with Trey White than it does with Xavier Rhodes and Dane Jackson. I think it's about Trey White. If Trey – Well, I, I know what you're saying, Steve, but at the same time, Dane Jackson's had a rough go of it the last couple of games. He's been picked on, and he's been giving up touchdowns. So I think that's where Nick's question stems from. Yeah, that's I get you. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know. I you think they're you think they're really three guys? If if let's say Tre'Davious White takes every snap, so you think there's three guys that are neck and neck: Dane Jackson, Kyrie Elam, and Xavier Rhodes, and they don't know who they want to play. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm wondering if the recent play of Dane Jackson, I mean, the passer rating against was 129 last week. And he, you know, he gave up another touchdown. They were clearly targeting him in the first half of the game. Um, when does the defensive staff say, hey, maybe we should look at a change. Let's put a veteran in there. Xavier Rhodes, been there, done that, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, you know, it's a fair question from Nick. I, 
I, I don't know if they've seen enough of him in a regular season game to know. He got a few series last week, if I remember right. I get it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but here's the thing. If you don't know if you've got somebody that's better, anybody you put there, whether it's Kyir Elam or Xavier Rhodes, you don't think they're going to get picked on too? They will. Right away. Well, right. Right away. They're all, anybody they put over there is going to get picked on. So, you know, pick your poison. And whether they just want to give a different look uh, and try and get a matchup they like, because it might be that uh, Dane Jackson will match up with somebody on the Patriots roster pretty good, but he can't get matched up with them because they move the guy away. Or Kair Elam will pat- match up with the guy pretty good. Or Xavier Rhodes, likewise. They may like the matchup with certain guys on the Patriot roster, but they can't guarantee they're always going to get that matchup. So they're trying to mix and match all the way through, you know, series by series to get a handle on what the Patriots are doing. Um, that, and we're all saying this in actuality if, as if Trey White's taking every snap on the other side and not getting picked on. So if Trey White's not going to play and you've got Kyrie Elam out there with Dane Jackson or Xavier Rhodes and Kyrie Elam, or Xavier Rhodes and Dane Jackson. I mean, somebody's getting picked on. Um, you, I, I, you know, that's that's a huge unknown for us especially, and I don't even know if the Bills have a handle on it. Yeah. Quickly, Ed asks, are we going to see ground and pound or high-octane offense tonight? I would tend to think the Bills are going to do what they do, which is throw the football, although the run game has made some – distinctive strides the last couple of weeks i mean they're over 160 yards the last three games they've they found some consistency in the run game i think more than anything else so they might go to that on occasion but they still are what they are right you're not changing your identity no you don't need to you you're not going to run out there afraid to try and throw the football against the patriots they're going to do what they do and then if it works then they're going to see if they can work on their game on their run game and see if they can get that up to snuff in the second half of this game while their Patriots are desperate to catch up and trying to get them off the field that way. You know, you know that's what you hope happens. You get up by three scores, seventeen points, or you know, uh, fifteen points or whatever, and start handing it off more when you actually would have thrown it otherwise. But yeah, you do it the opposite way. You don't come out and run the football, get a big lead, and then what, run the football? No. The Bills are going to be who they are. Are you going to take the ball out of Josh Allen's hands on a Thursday night football game going into New England? No. They're going to yeah. <laughs> come in and sling it. they got perfect conditions for it tonight. It's going to be you know low 20s or mid-20s, no wind, clear night. Dude, they're going to run. They're going to, they're going to throw it all over the yard. Go get them. Um, all right, we got to take a break here. When we come back, we'll wrap things up with building a game plan. That's next year on One Bills Live. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 